Welcome to Marginalia's Daily Readings and Prayers podcast. This podcast is designed to come alongside you in your daily Bible reading and prayer and to help you stay connected with the life and teaching of New City while we're unable to get together in person. You'll want to follow along each day by reading before listening if possible. You can always find our readings and a short prayer at www.newcitycincy.org forward slash social. Today is Tuesday, April 7th, the year of our Lord, 2020. And our scripture readings are Psalm 146. Our Old Testament reading comes from Lamentations chapter 1, verses 17 to 22. Our New Testament reading comes from 2 Corinthians 1, verses 8 to 22. And our gospel reading is Mark chapter 11, verses 27 to 33. My name is Michael Prevatera, and I'm one of the pastors at New City. Let's pray. O Heavenly King, O Comforter, O Spirit of Truth, who is everywhere present and filling all things, treasury of good things and giver of life, come and dwell in us and cleanse us from every stain and save our souls, O gracious Lord. Through Jesus Christ, our King. Amen. I wanted to hone in today on our readings from the Apostle Paul's second letter to the church in Corinth. In verses 8 to 11 we read, For we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. But that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God, who raises the dead. He delivered us from such a deadly peril, and He will deliver us. On Him we have set our hope that He will deliver us again. You also must help us by prayer so that many will give thanks on our behalf for the blessing granted us through the prayers of many. I don't know about you, but I can really relate to this passage right now. Especially when Paul says, We were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death itself. Man, sounds like life in the time of coronavirus, huh? Life with no information about what's going to happen. Life under lockdown. Life full of fear and anxiety or anger or frustration. Life waiting for the peak and worst case scenario. And if for a lot of us, our hopes and dreams and for those coming months are dead. Right? Weddings, vacations, baptisms, even some of our jobs are uncertain at this point. You know, and some of us have health issues or, or know someone who is at high risk. And what we are feeling is fear and anxiety. We're scared of getting sick or scared that we might get someone else sick. And if that's not you at all, maybe you might just be tired of of staying at home, right? So often we we don't want to go to work or school, and now we cannot wait to get back to work or school. It's pretty ironic. But doing nothing and being stuck at home is exhausting. It's demoralizing. It's depressing. And you realize pretty quick that there's nothing you can do to fix it. Many people all over the globe right now are despairing of life itself. Many of us feel like we have received the sentence of death. And you know what? If all there is to life is the world around us and our best efforts at social distancing and models and medicine, then that's true. right? Many of our ancestors actually knew that life is nasty, brutish, and short. And we are now waking up to that realization It's really easy to say that you don't need God when life is good and comfortable. But when things are scary and hard during a time of pandemic, the secular Western world is waking up to the reality of how limited and insufficient our worldview actually 
is. And this is why the second half of verse 9 is so important. Paul begins by saying, but. We felt like we'd received the sentence of death. We despaired of life itself. But. But what? But, he says, that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. Paul says in his life as an apostle, right? I've just come through some really rough stuff. I thought it was over. I was at the end of my rope. There was nothing more that I could do. And God allowed me, strangely, to get in that situation so that I couldn't rely on myself, so that I was unable to get through this with my power. God put me in a situation, Paul says, where all I could do was rely on him. Sound familiar? Uh, sound like life right now? Things are, are, are really hard. And yeah, we need to lament that and be honest about that. We need to give our worries and fears to God. But we also need to keep in mind the bigger picture. For example, uh, four weeks ago, I didn't pray for the health and safety of my family every day. Four weeks ago, I didn't pray every day that God would give our leaders wisdom. Four weeks ago, I didn't pray for protection for the medical community and breakthroughs, right, every day. Four weeks ago, I didn't pray every day that God would bring revival and awakening in our nation and across the world. Four weeks ago, I didn't even consult the Lord every day about my future plans and goals. I'm just being honest, right? Sure, I pray those things sometimes and fairly often, but not daily. And I'm sorry if that's disappointing to hear, uh, the truth that, yeah, at least one of your pastors is a sinner. I, I don't know if the other three, but I know I am. Four weeks ago, I wasn't praying like this. But now, I am. Because I'm trapped in my house, and I am powerless to do anything. Sometimes I feel scared. Sometimes I feel anxious. Right? But I have felt completely powerless the last few weeks, which means that I've had to rely on God. You know, and I don't, I don't know what God's going to do with this pandemic. None of us do. But if he's putting many of his people in situations where all we can do is pray, and we are learning to do that over many weeks, I can't imagine a better thing for the church, and in turn, for society. And in fact, that's what Paul actually says of the church in Corinth. God delivered us. God rescued us. And we need your help to get through our struggles and with our work of ministry by prayer, by your prayers. Right? God is, is not just the God of random chances. He's not the senile old grandfather God in the sky. He is the God who, according to Paul, hears the prayers of his people, first of all, and raises the dead. He's the God that can be relied on in dire circumstances because he can reverse the most dire of all circumstances, death itself. He is the God who delivers from deadly peril over and over again. I can't do that. You can't do that. Right? We think we can until we get in over our heads. And then reality sets in. And we have to rely on the God who raises the dead, which we should have been doing in the first place. And you know, that's all good and right to say, but how do you know? How do you know that God's reliable? Well, Here's one reason. Uh, it's Holy Week this week. Uh, this is the week that the church reflects and marks the last week of Jesus' life, his death for us, and his resurrection for us. 
Right? All that God has ever done has been for us. Central to God's being is self-sacrifice for us, right? He's not a selfish tyrant. He's not an user and an abuser. He is the God who lays down his life for his enemies. So why rely on yourself when that's the kind of God that you can rely on? One goal of this podcast is to foster community and encourage personal reflection in this challenging season. So reach out to your community group, talk with roommates or spouses, or call a friend. Here's a question to help you do that. Who are you relying on in this season the most? Yourself? A spouse or a friend? Netflix? What does it look like for you to start relying on the God who raises the dead in the midst of a pandemic? If you think this podcast would be helpful to friends or families, please share this with them and encourage them to subscribe. Links to subscribe can be found at newcitycincy.org forward slash social. You can find more resources related to Marginalia's daily readings and prayers podcast by following us on Instagram at New City Cincinnati or Facebook at New City Cincy. As we close today, we invite you to join us and our denomination, the Presbyterian Church in America, in prayer that we would know that God is omnipotent, that we would know that God is all-powerful, almighty. Let's pray. Lord, we admit that we doubt your power. We admit that, that, that we doubt that we can rely on you, that you are good, that you are able to help. And so as the world around us seems to be falling apart, we cling to your sovereignty, to your control, to your power. Strengthen our faith in you and help us to rest and rely not on our power, but on your divine power, which was demonstrated at the cross in which you died for our sins and rose from the dead on Easter morning. All these things we pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our King and our God. Amen. Thanks for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you.